Attention people who still care. How can regular people like us make money by fixing our broken financial system? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. On today's show, Wells Fargo shareholders sue Wells Fargo for conducting fake diversity interviews. What's up with that? But before we get into that, I first want to tell a story. Once upon a time, there were two prominent organizations, Unity Tech and Harmony Corp. These companies were known for their contrasting approaches to diversity hiring. Unity Tech, driven by a pressure to meet diversity targets, adopted a mandated diversity hiring strategy. They implemented strict quotas and imposed rigid guidelines to achieve a predetermined level of racial diversity within their workforce. They believed that by merely focusing on numbers, they would automatically foster an inclusive work environment. On the other hand, Harmony Corp took an organic approach to diversity. They recognized that true inclusion went beyond token representation and required a genuine commitment to creating an environment where every individual could thrive, regardless of their background. Harmony Corp prioritized attracting candidates through a recruitment process based on how well the candidates collaborated with others in their prior employment. As time passed, the stark differences between the two organizations became evident. Harmony Corp flourished with their organic diversity hiring approach. Their workforce consisted of individuals from various racial and ethnic backgrounds, each bringing unique perspectives and experiences to the table. Employees felt valued, and the inclusive culture allowed for open dialogue and a free exchange of ideas. Harmony Corp's success benefited all of their stakeholders. Their teams embraced diversity, generating innovative solutions, and catering to a wide range of customers. Their reputation grew, attracting talented individuals seeking a cutting-edge workplace. Clients admired their ability to understand diverse markets and connect with customers authentically. The organization's success soared, and they became an industry leader. Meanwhile, Unity Tech faced numerous woes due to their forced diversity hiring approach. Employees often felt like mere numbers, hired for the sake of meeting quotas rather than their skills and qualifications. The work environment was marked by tension and resentment. Qualified individuals who didn't meet the diversity requirements were overlooked, leading to a loss of valuable talent. Productivity suffered at Unity Tech as teams struggled to collaborate effectively due to the underlying animosity. Innovation was stifled as employees were reluctant to share their perspectives honestly. Clients sensed the disharmony within the organization and their trust dwindled. Unity Tech's reputation suffered and they struggled to keep up with their competitors. As time passed, Unity Tech realized their flawed approach 
and the negative impact it had on their company. They began reevaluating their diversity strategy and shifted their focus to the organic approach. While Unity Tech embarked on this transformational journey, Harmony Corp continued to thrive. Their strong foundation of organic diversity hiring allowed them to adapt to changing times and sustain their success. Now, this is a story of fiction. However, the two different approaches to diversity hiring is very real, with real-world consequences. Which leads us into our main news story of the day. Wells Fargo shareholders suing Wells Fargo for fake diversity interviews. Uh, now, the, these they asked a federal California federal judge to allow a lawsuit over the bank's diverse hiring policy to proceed after Wells Fargo filed a motion to dismiss. Now, the lawsuit was originally filed last year, June of 2022, after a New York Times article alleged that Wells Fargo had been holding fake interviews for non-white and female job seekers for positions that had already been offered to other candidates. The lawsuit alleges that Wells Fargo's diverse hiring policy was a sham and that the bank's executives knew about the practice. The shareholders are seeking class action status and damages for the losses they incurred when Wells Fargo's stock price fell in the wake of the Times article. Wells Fargo has denied the allegations and has asked the court to dismiss the lawsuit. A hearing on the shareholders' motion is scheduled for later this month. The lawsuit is the latest in a series of challenges facing Wells Fargo. The bank has been under fire for numerous of scandals in recent years, including its fake account scandal and its mortgage discrimination lawsuit. The diversity hiring lawsuit is a new front in the battle for Wells Fargo's future. Okay, so why is Wells Fargo doing this? Why are they conducting a fake interviews? Now, I, I really, I don't know, but I can certainly speculate. Um, the reason I think is because of this mounting pressure to have diversity within their workforce. Uh, and they want to show to the world that, yes, we are this, uh, loving, diverse, uh, welcoming corporation. Um, and it's great to, to, to bank here, uh, because we believe in giving everyone a, a, an equal shot. Um, now because of this pressure, uh, they are, they implemented policies that required this, this forced diversity, uh, hiring, uh, strategy. And because they had this, uh, in order to fulfill their, uh, required quotas for giving, uh, you know, non-white and female job seekers interviews, they ended up conducting fake ones which is crazy. Uh, so this is why I think Wells Fargo did this if they did it. Now, it, it really does seem like they did. The, the Times article is very thorough, uh, but whether executives knew about it or not, you know, it remains to be seen. My instinct, my intuition says that it's doubtful, 
uh, that they knew about it because Wells Fargo is just this really, really large corporation. And it's it's hard to know what's going on within their, their company because it, it's so large and so clunky. Now, the reasons for their other scandals like setting up fake accounts, uh, well, that is because of another type of pressure. It is this pressure to constantly increase their quarterly profits. Uh, and by doing, by having this pressure, it will inevitably lead to unethical behavior, which will lead to uh, regulations. They're going to be regulated even more. And this has been a cycle that's been happening, not just to Wells Fargo, but really every uh, publicly traded bank. Uh, they're, they're getting more expensive to operate uh, because they're committing these uh, unethical acts they're getting caught and then they're getting regulated uh, to stop this. And they're implementing the regulations make them more expensive uh, to, to, and then this pressure doesn't go away. It's still there. They still have this pressure to increase their quarterly profits. So it's just going to make things uh, diff more difficult for them. And they have to be more creative in ways to increase their profits, uh, which again will lead to doing weird stuff. You know, anytime you have kind of pressure, uh, that that's what happens. So that that leads us into uh, my financial tip of the day, which is, you know, I sound like a broken record, but become a crowd investor. Um, crowd investing harnesses something called the wisdom of crowds. Now, the wisdom of crowds is when we can collect uh, different opinions and insights from an independent, decentralized, and diverse group of people, which will lead to better decisions uh, better, and better results than any individual expert or homogenous group could ever do. And uh, when you engage in, in crowd investing, uh, you are combining yourself with this independent, decentralized, diverse group of people to pool small amounts of money uh, to fund either a loan, a company, or a business venture. And when we do that with, with crowd investing, well, we're going to come up with, uh, we're going to fund the, the right people uh, more so than Wells Fargo could could ever dream of uh, because Wells Fargo, you know, this is yeah, it's a powerful bank. Wells Fargo is is in a group of four other uh, three other banks, which control half of all the banking assets in the United States. And uh, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase, and Citigroup are essentially dictating who gets funding and who doesn't. And with with crowd investing and harnessing this this. Uh, wisdom of crowds and taking all the diversity that's that's in in our country and and all their valuable insights and opinions and collectively we are uh, investing in in the right people because we are harnessing this power we're able to make better decisions and we're we're able to have better results because of this diversity of, of opinions and insights it's like uh, when, with one person, you just have just kind of a narrow view of a, a picture, a, a kind of think of it like a mosaic. 
with with more people then this the mosaic fills out and and you can see this this big picture uh, like me i only have one piece of the puzzle but if we have a, a whole diverse independent and decentralized uh group of people putting their piece of the puzzle down then then we can see the full picture and not just our our, our tiny little piece um not only that why it's why is it a financial tip well uh publicly traded corporations are, are and the stock market the publicly traded stock market the public market well it's decreasing in its returns there uh, has been a recent paper out i talked about it in in a, a recent episode where the returns are are decreasing leading to uh the wealthy and accredited and institutional investors they're leaving the the public stock market and they're going into something called the private market now the private market is locked out uh the general public is locked out of the private market and has been since the beginning of a private market until recently uh in 2015 and 2016 two uh, laws went into place, Regulation A+, and Regulation Crowdfunding, which allowed the general public access to this private market via crowdfunding. So for the first time in history, uh, regular people, you and me, are, are able to get in the ground floor and shape our economy uh, in the way by harnessing this wisdom of crowds in a way that's more effective, more efficient, better results, uh, better decision making, and and ultimately from a, an investment advisor's uh, point of view, uh, the ability for better potential returns. Uh, so to me, it's a no brainer. Uh, crowd investing just blows away anything that the the stock market has, and, and not only that, you're investing in companies w w in the stock market like Wells Fargo that's clunky, that does fake diversity interviews. Give me a break. Uh, this is nuts what's going on. And it's only going to get worse. These big corporations are only going to get regulated more uh, because of this pressure to increase their quarterly profits, which will end up hurting them they're, they're, you know, because it's going to be more expensive to operate their, their corporation and uh, their stock prices are going to continue to go down. That's why the shareholders are suing Wells Fargo is because when the New York Times article uh, came out, it, it, it was... They, the the stock price took a dive, losing something like seventeen billion dollars in one day. Nuts! The 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 company's value. So, this is just uh, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about talking about crowd investing. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor, and I see you are one too. If you'd like to know the three secrets to fix our broken financial system legally, ethically, and without confrontation, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.